0: I can help you find it. Hey, 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 welcome to the Really Charlie podcast today's segment is called the beauty salon where my guest will talk about anything they possibly would hear, maybe in a beauty salon. You could talk about anything, you know, just women chit chatting. Um, And uh, so I'm not going to interrupt you guys. I'll get in it in the conversation a little bit, you know, but I just want you guys to just come up with, any kind of conversation you want that you would possibly hear in a beauty salon, you know, girls talking, you know, whatever, just keep it real. Keep it. You, if, as long as you guys are you, this will be a really, really good podcast. All right. So, all right. My, my guess is Melanie, Melody and Celeste. These these women I loved for a long, long time. They're very, very, very proud of them, especially Celeste. Some of the things you're doing, I'm amazed what you're doing. You keep it up. All right. And as far as the twins, you girls are amazing. Great, great, great friends of mine. And I'm so glad that we got introduced to each other years ago. All right. So who wants to, who wants to start off anything? You could talk about anything. Family, friends, anything.
1: Oh, Charlie, thank you so much for having us. Um, uh, it was my honor and thank you so much for inviting me. I was excited. I didn't even know what you were talking about at first when you invited me to be on the podcast. And uh, I just jumped at it right away. Yep, I'm down. And then good. that's when you told us the, the subject. So
0: Yeah, it's um it's uh it's it's going good. Everyone likes it. You know they like what uh what the beauty salon and the barbershop segment does. Um, there's uh it's just good conversation. And then when people jump on the comments, they add little questions here or there, mm-hmm. and so it just makes a good conversation.
2: It does actually. Um, when we go get our hair done by our hairdresser, and by the way, she does hair in her kitchen. So we don't go to the beauty salon. We uh-huh. in the kitchen. It's genuine. We drink, we eat, we relax, we um basically take a load off our shoulders and we just lay it all in and raw and open. And she's been our best friend mm-hmm. for thirty years at that. So I mean that's that's the extra icing on the cake.
0: Yeah, yes. It's um you know And you women can get real deep, you know. You don't have any filter. You just go and go and go and just get real deep. (laughs) And uh, so it's um it's awesome that uh. No one thing I like is that it's it's an organic conversation, and it's it's that one hundred from, you know, and they just you just go on and on, you know. It could be about your other half, it could be about raising kids, it could be about friendships, so on and so forth. And now Celeste she 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 gets it firsthand, you know. She's behind the scenes. I mean she's behind the chair. She's making people look beautiful. She's definitely doing her thing. So Celeste, what's the craziest thing you heard on the other <laughs> side of that chair?
1: Right?
3: Well wow. Being behind the chair, I'm kind of like a therapist. You know what I mean. So mm-hmm. I, uh, when you say it can get deep, it can get real deep. You know, depending on what's happening that day or that week, people need to vent and just let, let it out. Um. So I mean, I don't know. What's the craziest thing I've heard? Oh, jeez. I don't know. Honestly, it's probably just like boyfriend-husband drama is the craziest. Yeah. Ever. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know.
0: I, I, I hear <laughs> I you. I...
3: Finesse beauty stays at finesse beauty. So yeah. Speak, you know, so get <laughs> honest in here. <laughs> yes. Where are you at? Um, my studio is called Finesse Beauty Studio, and I'm inside of the Holland Place building,
2: in the south End. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My daughter came in. She basically she. <laughs> She likes to steal the thunder all the time. Oh, okay. So if you put it mm-hmm. in the chat, then I can go ahead and um, grab that information. I'm not in New Bedford, however, oh, okay. it's, it's good to know when I am in New Bedford. Yeah, so where are you guys from? Well, we're from New Bedford. Yeah. But I live in California.
3: Oh, okay. Oh.
2: Yeah. And oh, then my sorry. sister, she's in She's in. I'm in New Bedford. Yes. Okay. Yeah,
1: I got a question for you, Celeste. So, you know, um, of course, we've seen um, waiting to exhale, and you know, of course, there. You know, Angela Bass said she's mad. She wants to chop all her hair off um, because of the drama that she's going through. Have you experienced one of your customers going to you and wanting to just chop it all off to?
3: Um, no, because I don't do hair. So I do um, makeup, brows, and lashes. So no, no one comes to me wanting to chop it off. Okay. (laughs) I have personally experienced that. I've done the hair chop and the hair color and the hair changes when I'm like, you know, feeling a little lost in the sauce because of a guy. Uh, (laughs) You know? Yeah,
1: of, of course.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So people usually come to me um, wanting to be like, let me show him how, you know, let me get dolled up and remind him who I am, you know, like what he's missing from me, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the best he's going to get, you know? So that's usually <laughs> yeah. what I get. I get the other, the other half. I think I get like after that crazy period, and it's more like the revenge, you know? <laughs>
1: right of course i mean yeah. it was um one time where i did like chop a tremendous amount off and i laid my hair all on a counter for the guy that i was dating with at the time to just see it and you know i knew already that it was going to be a fight cuz he didn't you know want me to chop off my hair and so
3: yeah <laughs> i think it's so funny how like guys be trying to dictate what we can do with our own hair, our own look, you know? What do you mean? I feel right. beautiful with my hair like this, you know? Right. You get I mean, that confidence. I mean, yeah. 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 hmm So, um,
2: basically with our hairdresser, I asked her to show up, and she's tired from the night before, so she didn't want to join us. However, um, her name is Tanisha Simmons. She's been doing our hair since we were 19 years old, Melanie. Oh, wow. Maybe a little later, 20, 21.
1: About 20, like 22,
2: 23. Yeah, 20, oh, 22, 23. Okay, but we've been on her since we were 17. And so, I mean, she has shown me so much. She taught me how to do my daughter's hair. From the time they were like five months old, like she, she had me doing it. I learned how to corn roll through her and everything else um, because I had to. I got three girls. Yep. So in order to do their hair, you know, I, I had to learn it. She taught me. Um, also, she um, does all of our friends' hair and we all get together, and she'll be doing five heads, and we're just there watching TV, drinking, yeah. talking, eating, and everything else, playing dice, playing cards. Like, it's a full party at her house, and her house is the spot. Like, I lived upstairs from uh, from her for three years, and my house was quiet the whole time, but because she's doing here, everything's in and out of her house, so that's where I wanted to be, so I sat my right there on the couch, and listen to stories about boyfriends and yeah. and um husbands and kids and you know it's, i've seen people cry in the chair you know, we go there to get our 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 massage and so she does our hair and she listens to us talk
3: it's like she's a like a psychiatrist almost yeah i hate it we stay we're like service provider whatever that be whether it's a hairstylist esthetician whatever the case may be and um therapists all wrapped in one because it just happens like you're doing something so personal with someone so it's just natural that that conversation goes that way you know and yeah so sort of with like a group of girls or even if it's just you and just like you know the provider or whatever it's you just feel so comfortable. It's just so easy to, like, be open. Sometimes it's easier to, like, do that with, like, your random hairdresser than it is, like, with your sister or your best friend. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's mm-hmm. just, like, going to be a judgment-free zone and there's no judgment. There's just no judgment, you know? It's like, and what happened to your stays here? And it's not my life. Uh, it doesn't affect wow. me. So say what you need to say, you know, without you know, completely honest without holding yourself back because you don't have to worry about like hurting
1: anybody's feelings, you know. And then you have some type of loyalty, you know, to that person um, that's, you know, doing your hair and making you feel pretty and beautiful and whereas um, you don't want to go to anyone else. And I stepped out, you know, one time and I, I felt real guilty. You know, I had to, felt like I had to go apologize to her. I felt like I cheated on her. Yeah. And even though, you know, I'm out here, I, you know, I, I still feel some type of way going to someone else. Um, but, you know, of, of course, that can't be helped. But no one's came close to doing my hair like she's done my hair. And I, I miss you.
3: I miss you, Tanisha. <laughs> yeah. so true, like when you find your person, like that's your person. And, like, when they can finesse it the right way, like, nobody else can get that, you know? Nobody.
1: Right. I feel like it's the other way around, too. I feel like, um, you know, hairdressers, they're loyal to their customers as well, you know? Um, I I get that a lot. Like, I've tried to book, you know, with a few people, and um, I'm taking it as, you know, as this new person, um, I, I feel already some type of way towards my old customers. I really don't want anyone new to, whereas I, I get stood up and, you know, it it hurts.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. the um.
3: I mean, like, for me, like, I'll go out of my way. I'll come in on my day off, like, one of my regulars mm-hmm. who, like, needs something because they're going on vacation, or something special just popped up that they, you know, need to look decent for. And yeah, it's just that loyalty goes both ways. It's true; it goes both ways. Yeah, it's like I appreciate you as my client, as my customer, trusting me, giving word of mouth, recommended, Like, you know, I there's no business without my client. So yeah, I love exactly.
2: That.
3: <laughs> So what are some things that you guys like you talked about um just sitting out and hanging out on the couch and like listening to all the stories? Like did you like listening to like older women and like try to like learn some of the game and some of their wisdom at the time or we're yeah. all around the same well
1: yeah that's our answer, but my answer is is that we were pretty much, you know, the same age because yeah. we grew up together and, you know, we went to school together. But, you know, of course, we can still learn from one another because you learn something every day.
3: Yeah, sure.
2: And she lived, she lived with her mom, and so her mom's friends would come and get their hair done. And so I would gravitate towards those ladies because, you know, sometimes... I don't, I don't always want to be the smartest one in the room. I yeah. want to be able to learn something. So being the dumbest one in the room you to the fullest and just listening to their stories and, you know, them game us up on anything about life I appreciate. Yeah. Yeah, I love
3: that. Yeah. I feel like there's so much wisdom to the game from um, other people's life experiences.
2: Right,
0: so, so Celeste, who inspired you to do what you're doing?
3: Um, well, I kind of was always like into beauty stuff, like even when I was little. Um, my aunt and my grandmother were very my aunt was a hairdresser, so she was always like doing beauty stuff, and even with us, like me and my sister, like wanting to like blow out our hair and that kind of stuff, and my grandmother was a woman who you like never seen without her red lipstick. So I used to put on her red lipstick and, you know, want to get my hair blown out with like a big swoop, trying to be cute, looking like Uh I'm 13 when I'm six, you know? So I'd say I, I was just like inspired by like the women in my life and watching them get ready and get dressed to like, you know, just do their daily things. Um, a little personal, but I was kind of bounced around a little bit as like a child. So I lived with different aunts and stuff like that. So i seen all their different like mm-hmm. beauty routines and stuff. And I used to love that. Just like watching you get pretty and put on a pretty outfit and like that transformation that comes. And then on top of that, like in girls, you know what I mean? Like when you get your hair freshly done, you put on a cute fit, like you be feeling yourself and like you can see yes. the, the change and like the confidence, you know? And I Definitely. Used to love that. Yeah, I used to love that. And then, as like a teen in high school and stuff, like even before like the MySpace era, I would like sit in my room on the floor and just like play with makeup on my face and take pictures with my little digital camera. I didn't know yet that I was like taking selfies, you know. But I would just like take pictures of my makeup and, and try to like mimic things that I seen in the magazines or whatever, like Maybelline ads. So I was just always super interested and like drawn to beauty in general you
0: know good 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 now Melody now you had your own you you probably in your house you had your sister with you you guys do that makeup thing you know test each other put on eyeliner you know do all that thing comb each other's hair I mean because you grew up with your best friend really you know
3: Oh
2: yeah, she's she's my best friend. Um, as, as far as the makeup thing goes, um, we don't we don't really wear makeup. Yeah. I mean, you know, lipstick. I used to wear lipstick a lot. Um, now I've I've done calmed and down. I'm not to say that I don't like makeup. I'm one of those types where okay, I have my my um my thing. My thing is Ooh. my hair. I'll get my hair done all the time. You know yeah. what I mean? Or my teeth. I'll get my toes done all the time. I don't get my nails done and I really don't worry about wearing the makeup. So, okay. um, But as far as like doing hair, me and my sister, I'm, I'm the one who I used to do her daughter's hair. Like, she didn't learn how to form a hair. I used to braid yeah. up our kids hair. Um, I used oh, to put okay. beads in their hair and everything else. Um, except for my two youngest daughters because their hair is so fine that the braids don't last that.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Good.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I do hair too, but the girls don't like it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Find out>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, and we don't have to look at a mirror, we can tell. Like, if, if my mom did my hair or my grandmother did my hair, I didn't even have to look at a mirror, like, you could feel it, you could feel it, it's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not feeling it.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this. Whoops, oh, we lost Celeste. Should come back. She'll come back on.
2: So how was it for you, um, with the young ladies in your house?
0: Well, usually I'll play around and, and you know, but I, I wasn't I wasn't good enough. You know, I just want to see what I can do. I would say, Hey, you know, I could I could comb here, I could braid here, but it never came out good. The only thing well, at they at least like I tried. was Yeah. I was I wasn't as rough as their mother, you know. She'd so be pulling and yanking their hair all over the place. You know, they didn't like that.
1: Oh, it so. hurts. Mm-hmm. It hurts to look pretty. <laughs>
0: and they all got long <laughs> They all got long hair, too. So, the, uh, so, um, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to doing a lot of these podcasts and, um, especially, especially like, you know, friends of ours, you know, and, and, so, I'm going to ask you guys now since it's on my mind, who would you like to see on a really Charlie podcast?
3: Um, I want to see Lori Gordon.
0: Yeah, we've been trying. She you know how she is. She's so busy, <laughs> She's so busy and um I think I'm going to have to grab her and you know, maybe catch her while we're at a certain event, you know, together. I might just Grab it right there. I can kind of do the podcast right from my phone and um, do one of those things, or maybe even pre-record it um, yeah. and do that. You know, even if it's something where she's just at home drinking a coffee or something, so, yeah, I can catch her early. But well, she's always working. Always. I mean, Celeste, you know, you know how it is.
3: Yeah, we don't stop. But Lori, she's amazing. I've, I personally have learned so much about just, like, the business aspect of the field from her. And she's just so sweet. She, like, wants to mentor everyone. And she just has the best yeah. advice, you know. So yeah, the she's just... There's,
2: a... There's a few people I want to see on your uh, podcast. Um, I want to see my cousin Carrie Gomes. Um, she's she's doing some good things right now. She's opening up a restaurant, and so that would be nice. And then, um, you know, every year when you go to Dookie and Genie's um, party, it would be nice for you to do a podcast from from their party.
0: That's a great idea. Yeah, you know, I yeah. could do that. You know, and so we and and that's such a great. That's just a great weekend. You know, when we're out there. You know, you see family, you see friends, everyone's having a good time. You know, the whole, you can't beat the hosts, those hosts, they're both, they're always accommodating. They're always trying to make sure that everyone has a good time. And I think right now that, you know, as, as Cape Verdean people, as people in general, we kind of lost that old ways, you know, the old ways of meeting up on a constant basis. Um, and, uh, I mean, I'm finding out people are my cousins and uh, I've been friends with them all my life, you know, and I think the reason why we don't get that connect because we stop connecting with each other on a weekly basis. So when I have when so when I go out there, you know, to their cookouts, first, I want to make sure I know who my family is, know their history. And uh, I mean, they're a great family. You've both been there, so you know how it is. Every yeah. year, yeah, and and you're our cousin too, ancestor, Yes, yes, oh, I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that one. <laughs> yeah, we, it's it's amazing. I'm I'm I, I seen uh, well, I had a guest on here a few weeks ago, uh, about a month ago, month and a half. Earl White. So Earl White's, <coughs> he's on Facebook. And he's, you know, talking about ancestry and all that. And so I, I looked on my ancestry, and there was Earl on it. So I I'd screenshot the picture and send it to him. And um, he was in shock because we, I had him at Keith when he was there. So, and Earl was funny. Earl is so funny. He, he, He's definitely in the right field being an actor. I hope that he, I hope he gets on a sitcom on a regular basis because he's so funny.
2: Is he young?
0: Let's say that again.
2: Is he the younger guy?
0: Yeah, yep. Earl. Earl, yep. I
2: believe he used to live downstairs from my grandmother.
0: Probably. Yeah, Probably.
2: I'm, I'm 47. I'm 40, well, I guess I shouldn't have said the address. But yeah. I <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember one time. I remember.
0: Yeah, he's... Um, <laughs> yeah he, he's so he's so hilarious um in fact i like to get him and one of my brothers together um, because i know they hit it off and they're just comedians uh damon said lori lori please make your way to the podcast she will i know lori will be on this podcast um
1: so i would like to um, see my boyfriend, and not because he's my boyfriend, but Mr. Marquis Walker, he has a couple of podcasts on his own. Um, and he has on Fridays the THHC podcast every Friday at eight, and then the passive um podcast every Sunday at six pm. Um, and you know he talks about all kind of uh, topics from financial literacy to, um, you know, businesses that survived, did not survive the, the COVID, the, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys go um, check them out. Shout out to Mr. Marquis Walker, by the way.
3: Yeah, also comment.
1: my um, inspiration um, in regards to me and my sister's um, design. Um,
0: okay, good.
1: Yeah, he got us started, so.
0: In fact, uh, someone that. I mean, all the merchandise that you ladies have is just, it's unbelievable. Um, And I'm going to kind of support you a whole lot better than what I have. There's a lot of things I like on that. But um, the one thing that I I like, especially the t-shirts, is to wear them on my my podcast. So I can always represent you guys, you know. And like Celeste, if you have any kind of t-shirts, let me know. I'll go down go buy one with your business on it. I like I like wearing my guest merchandise. And um it lady. is right here. Look at that. That's beautiful. Hey. <laughs> Thank you. It's nice. It is so beautiful.
1: I
3: love
1: that. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. Yeah, we're um we're actually at um, all-inclusive at Verde times two on Facebook. And then in regards to um, Instagram, you can find me at mel.g.77. Hold on one second, because I
3: want to grab
2: something to write that. Sure. Um, say that again. So it's all-
1: the Instagram is mel.g.77 and <coughs> the Facebook we're at all inclusive at Cobble Verd times two. So that's the X and then two.
3: Okay.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, of course, Melanie Ganey, you can look me up on, on Facebook as well.
3: Awesome, I definitely will. I'm saying all four to post, uh, supporting other you know, locals and just women of color in general, I'm like so big on right now, you know? So I love that I'm seeing so many women of color like putting little businesses and doing just more in the world, so. Yeah.
1: I love our community. Like it's really, really impressive. I haven't been on Facebook um, I've only been on Facebook for like a year and a half, and just like seeing this community grow and you know have that drive to want to do more, you know, it, it's really impressive. I really love it.
3: It is inspiring.
1: Very.
2: It is. It is. Um, unfortunately, I had to uninstall Facebook because I'm on another journey right now. That's and Facebook okay. was very um, distracting to me. I run my own janitorial company, and I also am taking a class so that I can get my A-Day certification, so that I can get government contracts. And so, yes, it's very overwhelming, but
3: self-rewarding. Yes. You'll so, do it.
0: You will do it.
3: Awesome. Thank that you. Is. And that's right. Leave all distractions behind.
0: That's it, Tony. Just stay focused, look straight ahead, straight ahead, and get it done. You'll do it.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I am. I I better. I paid a lot of money for this one. It's going to pay off. Definitely. Excuse me one moment. I'll be be right back.
0: Okay. Okay. So the um so Melanie, how are those shot glasses coming along? Getting a lot of people to buy them?
1: I am. I'm starting to take um mail mailing requests. So for the last couple of days I've been back and forth to the post office and just getting them out.
0: Yeah, it's um it's one thing when I was doing the mugs. When I was doing the mugs, I was getting a lot of like people like see is one of, well here's one of my mugs. I don't know if you can see it. it's too bright. Yeah, when it's too was, bright, when, Blair. When I was um, mailing out the mugs, you know, a lot of them were coming back damaged. So the packaging is very very important when you're doing mail mail orders. So make sure you spend some money on it because then your merchandise comes back broken and, and then your customer wants a new one. You got to send a new one back, you know, it's just crazy. So the packaging is very, very important um, because I try to tell everybody when you're, when you're putting stuff in the mail, the, the post office has some huge, huge boxes. They're probably maybe about six, three, six feet, four inches high. And, and Every type of box that's getting mailed, it could be big ones, small ones. The people on the loading lock, they throw them over into the box. So if your package is real small, it's on the bottom, guess what? And then they throw a 20 pound box.
1: Wow. In that bin,
0: it's going to land right on your, your cup, I mean, on your box, and probably crush it. So packaging is very, very important.
2: Yeah, and the United States Postal Service has been making a lot of mistakes. It's a yeah, lot. My aunt sent me some stamps in the mail, three bags of stamps. I did not get it. She had to read. send more.
0: There's um, it's going to be a big turnover during this year. There's like 600, probably 625, thousand postal workers that can retire this year. So oh, that's, so that's going to end up putting them into a big bind. But I mean, I did it for two months and I said, Nope, I got to go. I mean, they want you to work every day. Got no time for your family. Like and if you, days. yeah. And if you got to work, you know, if, if stuff's not on the truck, or stuff needs to be, you know, put on a truck, you stay until it's done. So, um, Oh wow! Yeah, you stay oh, until wow. it's done. So, but I, I just wanted to tell you that tidbit about packaging. It's very, very important that um, even styrofoam, if you can put it in that, you know, something, something so it can break down that, you know, all that pressure on top of it.
2: So, uh, well, uh, I have a question. Yes. Yeah. So so when your customers come to you, was there anything that they asked you to do that you, I guess, outright refused to do?
3: I think I lost part of that. Say that again.
2: So has any of your customers came to you and asked you to do something that you didn't want to do as far as within your field?
3: Um, no, I don't really, I, I want, I feel like I've been blessed with like really good customers and clients who have Thank been you. like really easy going and almost all of my clients are more like, they give me like a free reign, you know what I mean? They, they trust more like my vision and my process. I haven't uh-huh. really, really had anyone ask me to do anything like too crazy out of the box that like made me feel uncomfortable or anything. I did have one interesting like wedding where um, and I didn't know until like midway through doing makeup, but it was a surprise wedding for the husband. So that was pretty funny because he, did, mm. he didn't know we were getting married that day. So that was like, mm-hmm. the whole oh. experience I've had. Um. But no, I don't feel like I really had anyone ever ask me to do anything like way crazy or that like I wasn't
2: really like willing to do, you know. Okay, I'm just wondering because, you know, when I was um, living in Massachusetts, you know, I went to a couple of different people to get my hair done. Oh, we, lost, oh, we her. lost her. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We lost
2: her. When she comes back, I'll. I, you know, that's right. Specifically for her. So but yeah we um a lot of times we give our um hairdresser free range as well yep okay just to try things new and stuff like that because you know we trust her i mean she's been our friend and doing our hair for years so you know why not we know she's not gonna shop a lot of our hair off if you know that's what we want or whatever happens she's you know she's one of those ones who will go ahead and say, for example, we know we got dead ends when we got dead ends, and if we're not ready to cut them all off because they're dead. She'll be like, okay. Where others will go ahead and just assume that because it's dead, cut it off because that's what you need. Yeah, you know, and but we're the paying customers, so yeah. So last I was um in the middle of telling you that you know there was a couple of times where I tried to go somebody in Massachusetts and they like refused to do something that I asked them to do even though it was in their field and they could and I didn't understand that because I'm the customer I'm
3: paying why not yeah yeah that's strange to me that's just poor customer service you know what I mean Like you said, you're the customer, you're paying, you're expecting some type of result. It's my job to do that for you in the best way that I can. It's also my job to be honest with you and let you know if I can like actually achieve that for you or not. A lot of girls out there will just be like, yeah, sure. And they never did it before, have no experience in that. And it ends up looking like crap, but they don't care. They're still willing to just take your coin, you know? I'm not about that. If you ask me to do something that, like, for one thing, like, I have probably the most thing that people ask me to do is, like, volume lash extensions, but I only do classic sets. And I'm not just going to come, I'm not trained in volume, you know what I mean? I can come and pretend like I know what I'm doing and ruin your eyelashes and take all your money because volume costs more money. But I'm not going to do that because I care about the health of your lashes. I want you to come back. I care about my reputation, word of mouth. You know what I mean? Some people, it's just bad customer service.
1: Some hairdressers, they don't even know how to do it. And they don't want to be honest with you to let you know, I can't do it. I don't know how to do it. And they'll tell you no, that, oh, you don't need this. You don't need that. And like just be honest if you don't know how to do it just say that you don't know how to do it and we'll respect you more
3: yeah cuz ultimately you don't want them doing something that's going to damage their hair trying to act, you know pretend and act like you know this is something they do all the time
1: right exactly
0: especially if if you are if if that hairdresser is being honest to you that's only going to make you Want to go back to her and say, "Yeah, hey, she's honest. She couldn't do something, but she did tell me right up, you know, straight up, you know, she couldn't do it, you know." And that way, you get to you get to give, you know, say some good things about her, you know, um, or him.
3: Right, and we can yeah. always, um, you know, like depending on what you're asking for, if it's not something that we've done before, we can always like give you an option of an alternative version that we have. And if you want to try that, then great. If not, then maybe, you know, we can get you some recommendations of someone who we know does do what you're asking for. Exactly. You know, right. So I, I, um, I think all that goes hand in hand together. It's a good, a good service provider, you know.
0: Um, Mel- Melanie, what, what was the day you said yeah, your, your boyfriend does those podcasts Friday?
1: Friday at 8. That's the THHC podcast. And that one is um, based on reviews on um, rap artists, hip hop. And the ones that he does on Sunday is called the Passive Podcast. And that's at 6 p.m. Um, in the evening. He has his co hosts there. Juan and Chuck and sometimes um, guests such as myself, my sister and...
0: Okay. I'm going to try to set up something like a barbershop segment with him and maybe a few others. I might just do it with just him. Um, so I'm going to send some dates and um, but I just want to make sure I didn't conflict with his two days. Okay. Um, so. But I'll do that. I'm looking at it now and um, I definitely have something uh, that I want to do with him, especially him and I. We could probably pick each other's brain, get to learn, you know, some things from him. He can learn from me. And uh, but it's podcasting has been great to me. I like doing it. I want to continue to do it. Um, And then I also want to support him on his podcast. Thank you. I'm pretty sure yeah. he'll appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah. So, um, let's see. We got about we got about 20 minutes. You know, feel free to talk about whatever you want to. You know, I uh, uh, let me see. Uh, Melody on the, the transition. You did it a couple of times. You had a transition from from the east coast to the west coast. Um, what was the hardest thing to do, you know, out of that? Was it something you just said, I'm going to do this and didn't think about anything?
2: Yeah, this time when I transitioned back to California, it wasn't even a second thought. Like I picked up and I packed my car, and me and the kids got in the car and we rode. Um, It took us, uh, Three days, four nights, uh, we stayed in the hotel, I did 12-hour days, and the night I would go ahead and, you know, go in the hotel, wake up in the morning and start all over again It's the first time that I've ever driven across the country, me driving, just driving. As a kid, I was a passenger, but just me driving. I think driving Uber in Massachusetts prepared me for those long drives. The kids, they hated it. My daughter, she cried all the way back almost. You know, she was used to New Bedford. She was going to um, Keith Middle School. Um, I needed my mother at the time. And my mother is, you know, she's out here. However, I'm torn. I'm always torn. Like, I come to to California and I feel like I'm missing out on Massachusetts all the time. Then I go to Massachusetts, and I'm missing out on California. Not all the time, but pretty much a lot. And yeah. um, this time, when I picked up and came back, I try to get a job back um, where I was working at before. I worked for Kaiser Permanente. I don't know if you guys ever heard of Kaiser Permanente, but HMO. Uh, They had hospitals and clinics all over the northern California, Oregon, Atlanta. Uh, They even have one in Virginia. And so I worked there for nine years. I was making pretty good money. And I tried to get back in, but they were only hiring internally. So I called my business partner, and I'm like, Che, I I, I need a job. You know, i got to pay my bills. I'm falling behind. I'm starting over again, again. And he's like, no, I don't want to babysit you. You could be my business partner. So we started up a business. I run a janitorial company. And that's what I've been doing. And I'm making more money than i ever had in my life. Um, I'm also investing into cryptocurrencies and stocks and... Um, basically, learning about financial literacy. Um, like I said, I'm going for my 8x certification. Um, also, me and my sister were doing the um, t-shirts and 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 the apparel and stuff like that. She's more gung ho on it because that's her baby. However, like I, I helped her get one of her first hit selling designs. Because okay. I had that idea in the back of my head already. But she came out with it when when, when she um, got together with Mark. He was already doing that. So it was like they was attracted to one another because this is what, what what we were doing. So you know how they say that there's energy transference and energy brings you together with other people. So that's, that's what happened. And With the names, the Cape Verdean names, you know, when you go to um, Lincoln Park or Six Flags and you see these souvenirs with people's last names, not last names, but first names, and you don't see your name there. I want people to see their name. Mm -hmm. Let's get a shirt with all the Cape Verdean last names on them in a way that, you know, people would be like, I've never seen that before. I, I want that.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's stri- just a t-shirt, and merchandise in itself. Can strike up a conversation, you know, and uh, and then you just got to make sure you have your history right, you know, and kind of share that conversation with, uh, you know, with the person. Um, you know, where is Cape Verde? Oh, uh, it's it's in Africa, you know. It's you know, you got to just make sure you know that knowledge because so many people they're just not telling the truth, the true facts about Cape Verdean heritage. And then people get all scrambled about it, you know, and, uh, you know, look, we're, we're so confused about Munchupa and Kachupa. And what is it? It's, you know, it's, right. And, and, right. Uh,
2: like I've been calling it Manchupa all my life, but on the bag, it says Kachupa.
0: Yeah. Yeah. On the Right. Bag itself, it, says it does. Kachupa.
2: But yes. my grandmother has been having us call it Manchupa. She was born in Bravo, she didn't she move to Massachusetts until she, she was like 30 years old.
0: Yeah, yep.
2: So it's like this woman, you know, she's your grandmother, and she's been saying this for so long. That's what you think it is.
0: It's uh, that you want to start trouble if you ever, ever want to start trouble or start a hot conversation, that's what you say. Just bring up Kachupa and Manchupa. And people just go crazy. Yeah. Um, You know, like here's Denise. Denise says, Kachupa. I mean, you can go on and on. You just, um, well, my grandmother said it's Munchupa. Uh, My dad said it's Kachupa. And you just go on and on. Um, So, but. uh, The
1: most challenging thing, I'm I'm sorry to interrupt, but I've seen that question on the screen. I just want to answer it. The most challenging thing, you know, that I'm doing now is, is, um, you know, just learning that there is other income outside of um, the regular nine to five, um, because the regular nine to five is just it's not gonna cut it nowadays. I mean, rent is going up, um, and you have to teach your kids, you know, that. It's life outside that nine to five. Not only that, but I've been trying to cook more Cape um, Verdean foods so that I can also pass that down to my kids as well. I mean, I've I've had a couple of fails. I, I try to make couscous, but that's okay. Um, I'm I'm going to keep on trying. I'm going to yeah. go ahead and you know keep get that Right, exactly. So
0: it um. It, all, it I mean, nothing comes easy, you know. Sometimes, even when it comes to cooking, but the couscous is just—it's complicated. It's just, you know, you gotta spend, you gotta gotta have to spend that um, attention to it. But um, there's a—it all depends what you're using too. Don't use something that really, you know, just ain't gonna get that form and the texture. You know, you gotta really keep on looking and. Learn from the old timers.
1: It's, it's a science to it. I, I swear it is.
0: <coughs> you know, the old timers bring some wine to their house and you'll teach them. I mean, they'll teach you.
1: Yeah, they, just bring some punch
0: and, yep, and a yep. couple of
1: my shot glasses. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Their wine is too. Wine too. Um, they have a Cape um, Verdean winery out here, and in, uh, the address is their home address. However, they do have wine in the stores. I swear, I went into the store. had to go an hour away. I bought the last six bottles of wine in in the store. It says Criolla on the bottom. <laughs>
1: Excuse you okay, me. Charlie? You you need some uh, um, some cough drops?
0: I, I almost.
2: I'm,
0: I got a high fever. You know, I'm not feeling well, but I couldn't. I couldn't miss this podcast, so I'm trying to make it through. You know.
1: Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh,
0: no, it's uh, is what it is. Sometimes it's. It, uh... In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna go get some more water. All right, continue to talk. I have a conversation, I'll be right back. All right.
2: Okay. Okay. All right. We hope you feel better. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Oh, well, that sucks. <coughs> I like his backdrop.
1: Yeah, it looks nice. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm.
2: So, I forgot to put my shirt on. I'm sorry, Melanie. I got so much going on in this house right now. People interrupting me. My oh, yeah, I see me. that. Ma interrupted me. It, it doesn't stop.
1: Oh, I had a couple of interruptions, but they're, you know, they're pretty good. They just interrupted me in the beginning. And then that motorcycle sound outside my window, I had to put it on mute. hmm So, but yeah, you know I was going to wear my shirt. Yeah. Yeah, I have to represent, you know. And, and I don't mind doing it.
2: Yeah. I enjoyed the podcast tonight. It was Which one?
1: I- yeah, I had fun. It was exciting. You know, I at know first. I
2: can tell. You was comfortable in your skin, talking and everything else. I've never seen you talk so much on a podcast.
1: <laughs> you know my first podcast I was so nervous that You could see me shaking on the screen
3: oh. Sorry guys I don't know what keeps happening I keep getting bumped I keep Yeah down. I don't
0: I don't know uh, I'm going to have to contact the. Uh, I'm going to have to contact StreamYard and see what's going on Um, I don't want to leave StreamYard <laughs> So I might, this has happened a couple of times already. Oh. I might have to get another browser. I mean, another uh, stream, like restream or something like that. Yeah. Because I'm, I, have, you know, I have great guests like you guys that are on here. And I don't want the podcast to turn it to, to crap, you know. And then I can't put it on YouTube, you know. Yeah. Trying not to hurt my name, you know. So.
1: right, no, I understand.
3: Yeah.
0: But I, mean, I don't see
2: I how your name can be heard anyways. You're you're one of the pillars in the community, so
0: thank you. Thank you. That means yeah. a lot. Just trying to do my do what I was raised to do and uh, right. that's all I'm trying to do. And um, there's uh, so many other things I'm looking to do. Uh first I wanna check out Marquise's uh, podcast. You know, and, uh, and get him on here. Now that I think of it, I think I'm just going to have him on my podcast. You know, just him and I just talking, you know, interacting with each other. And, and, and we'll practically be promoting each other's podcasts, which I did a couple of months back. I had someone that I was uh, talking to and um, on, on her podcast, and then she came on mine. And then it was so funny because that same week we both had the same podcast on each channel, so it was pretty nice because her viewers were connected to mine, so my my viewers were up there, her viewers were up there because we were listening to the same podcast. And uh, yeah, and it turned out pretty. That cool. was nice. Yeah. So.
1: He uses Streamyard as well.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check out, check. I'm gonna kind of troubleshoot this on my own, and then I'm gonna contact someone because they got a nice support system, and they'll, they'll figure it out for me. Um. So, all right, what I want to do is kind of got about five minutes. Just want you ladies to end with something, something nice, you know, something encouraging, whatever you may, whatever's on your mind. Just kind of throw it out there to the audience um, and if you have nothing to say then you don't have anything to say but I'd just like to you guys to throw some inspiring words of wisdom to anybody out there especially the empowering woman that we have all over this country
1: um, I would like to say just do what you love and you know make people happy and make money at
0: same
3: time, you know? Yes. I agree. If if you can find your passion and find a way to make that lucrative to some extent, then do it and don't let anyone else's opinions and their insecurities about entrepreneurship scare you off because there's room for all of us. In the way so I feel like the next few generations, we're moving towards full entrepreneurship. It's just the way the world's going with social media. It's so easy nowadays to build a platform. So just do it, do it. it for sure, for sure. I had um, a bunch of people
2: in my family to look up to as far as it comes to entrepreneurship. I want to go ahead and give shout-out um, to my cousin, Yayin. She um, was always selling stuff on the street and always selling stuff at the um, festivals and parades and stuff, Funko and stuff like that. Um, I want to give a shout-out to my cousin, Maurice Thumbs, with exclusive clothing. A shout-out to my cousin, Johnny Pennelly, with the Motorsports Playground. I want to give a shout out to my cousin Rhonda. She had a store on the cushion It ass selling clothing, and then also a shout out oh, to my uncle Pat. was like he had his own restaurant across the street from Common Park. The one, the you know that restaurant that burned down. It was a Lebanese restaurant. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
2: But my uncle Pat used to have the restaurant there when, when we were five. And then also Michelle, I'm in Fairfield, California. It's between it's between Sacramento and San Francisco and Oakland. It takes me an hour to get, to get to each each city. Yeah,
0: and her, her, my mother in law is real close. She's close to that area, so we're just going to keep an eye on because she's always trying to find stuff, you know, Cape and stuff, and so that's why we're at. You know, she's asking. Us. And um and Melanie, are you going to the Roach House on June nineteenth? It's the Black Business, the Black uh, Buy Black,
1: the Buy Black.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I I heard about that. Um, unfortunately, I'm not going to be there. Um, this weekend. Um, you know, I. I still need to better myself. I have yet to get a vendor's license, so that's what I'm gonna be working on so that I can go to the other in- upcoming events.
0: Yeah. Well,
3: Same, unfortunately I won't be able to be there either because I have a bridal party. I was, I was excited when I saw it and then I saw this time. So I was like, oh darn. But it's gonna be an awesome event. Everyone should definitely check it out.
2: Yeah, that's gonna be exciting.
3: Good. Yeah. I love what Buy Black MV is doing, too. Like, they're amazing. An amazing platform to showcase local, you know, talent and businesses. It's awesome.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. We're, yeah. We're, we're dope people, and a lot of people get in their way, and they don't know it, but they're in their own way. We can do it. We're bred that way.
0: Yeah, so true. Yeah. Well, lost Celeste again. What I'm going to do is, uh, I'm going to close. I'm going to close this podcast when she comes back on, and uh, but I, I, in fact, I'll put her on right now. All right, it's less well, ladies. What I want to do is, I want to invite you to this podcast at any any time whether it's, whether it's just you, um, talking about whatever you want, you know, your business. Celeste, I want to highlight your business because it's local. Um, you know, Melanie, Melody, I want to highlight your business. So if we end up doing a one on one on this podcast, just let me know when you're ready and, uh, we'll get it done. All
1: Thank right. you. Appreciate
0: that. And, uh, Thank you. I really, really appreciate you. I'm going to reach out to Marquise so we can do that one-on-one uh, podcast. I really appreciate all of you, and I'm very proud of you. So if you need anything, Thank you. get in touch with CP, and uh, I'll definitely uh, do whatever I can for you. All right?
1: We appreciate you, too, Charlie. Celeste, it was very good meeting you. So well, nice meeting you
3: girls. All Best right. of luck with everything.
1: Thank you. You as well. Thank you. You have a great night.
3: You
0: too. Thank good you. night, Charlie. Good night and good luck tomorrow.
3: Thanks.
0: Have a great weekend. All right.
2: Night, All right. Bye. bye, everybody. Good night. All right. have a good time.
0: All right. Thank you, you right. Melody. I appreciate you. Thank, you.
2: Thank you. You're
0: welcome. All right, ladies. Good job. Thank you.
1: You're welcome.
0: All right, Melody. Take care. All right, everyone. Some empowering women doing their thing. I love it. You know, Celeste doing her thing down at the Holland Place, south end of New Bedford. Um, make sure you go out and reach out to her. Definitely, if you're getting married, she can make you look even more beautiful with the makeup, all the stuff that she's doing. And, uh, you know, and Melanie and Melody, and Melody they, they've they been doing things for a while. Their merchandise is 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 very beautiful. So thank you for tuning in to the Really Charlie podcast on StreamYard, Anchor, Spotify, Facebook, and YouTube. We want to bring those educational and inspirational stories to you. So like I said, I'm on two, three times a week. Tomorrow we have another special guest and Ian Abreu, city councilor in New Bedford. We'll have him on here. And on Saturday, we'll have Nathan Victor, um, Robert Davis, and Frank Miranda on the Barbershop segment. So continue to tune in to the Really Charlie podcast. I appreciate y'all, and your time is very valuable to me. So when you're sitting on the, in front of the screen and listen to the Really Charlie podcast, that means a lot to me. Take care. Be well. Stay blessed. God bless. Have a good night, everyone.